Hi there ladies, this is Cheryl McDonald, the founder of Yoga Bellies and for today's podcast I want to talk to you about something that many of us suffered during pregnancy and even postnatally, pelvic girdle pain, also known as PGP. Um, Now this is sometimes also called symphysis pubis dysfunction or SPD, okay? Now, this affects about one in four women at some point during their pregnancy, so it's really, really relevant to our clients. Today, I'm going to talk to you about just exactly what PGP is. Um, I'm just going to give you some alignment principles to help minimise pelvic girdle pain and, you know, a couple of tips for a mum to take home um, and a couple of things that I want you to avoid as well, just to help with that pelvic girdle pain. We are often not able to relieve it completely but there are a few top tips that can help okay now pelvic girdle pain basically describes a condition where the mum's pelvis becomes unstable to the point where it actually becomes painful to do certain movements now this instability and the corresponding discomfort can actually be experienced in a couple of places so i'll just talk through those okay The sacroiliac joints. Now, this is where the sacrum and the pelvis meet at the back of the pelvis, okay? A lot of women suffer from lower back pain in pregnancy. So if this is affecting you, you know, do be specific about where this is, as it could be an indicator of SPD, um, as opposed to lumbar pain due to, for example, poor posture, okay? So this is something you want to speak to your healthcare provider about, be aware. The second area is the pubis symphysis itself. Now this is the cartilaginous joint at the front of the pelvis and any discomfort that you might feel here is usually described as a very sharp specific pain and it tends to be triggered by certain movements such as um, turning over in bed, getting in and out of vehicles or walking up and down stairs. That kind of thing triggers this pain, okay? So you might be starting to think to yourself, yes, I think I might have PGP. The third area is the hip joints. Now, this is the area where the pelvis and legs meet at the sides of the pelvis, okay? The pain in the pelvis and the lower back does not necessarily mean that you do have SPD or PGP. These terms are interchangeable. But I would recommend, ladies, that you do get this checked out by your physio or your GP Um, just to make sure that you do have the correct diagnosis. Now, once that you know that you do have PGP, please do continue with your yoga practice. Many of the women who attend Yoga Bellies classes have reported that they're better able to manage their discomfort as they learn movements which help and they figure out what they need to avoid. So thereby, they're taking their Yoga Bellies skills into everyday life and this is exactly what we want for you. Now, I want to talk you through um, a few principles that we use at Yoga Bellies to assist with your alignment, which is going to help um, minimise any discomfort that you have from pelvic girdle pain, okay? Now, it's useful for all pregnant women and postnatal to have good posture and to be aware of their posture and to, you know, be aware of how their movements and interactions just affect the structure of the pelvis. even before they're designated as having PGP, um, this is going to actually help prevent the onset of PGP or making it worse, aggravating it. So I want you to think about a couple of principles here, all right? So 
the first thing I'd like to talk to you about is the concept of a rectangle. So I want you to think of the body as a rectangle from one shoulder to the other shoulder and from one hip to the other hip. Okay, so the sides of the rectangle being the sides of your actual body. So when you're sitting or standing, as far as possible, try and keep this rectangle intact. Try and keep that rectangle shape. Observe yourself daily. Observe yourself in everyday life, not just in yoga class. Aim to keep the hips level. This is extremely important for the stability of your pelvis. It could be that you've got into a habit of dropping one hip when you're standing, you know, you're bending one knee, you're taking the weight on the other leg, or it could be that you are sitting lopsided or slouching in the sofa. All of these things will disrupt your rectangle, okay? So just try and think of that rectangle at all times. Aim not to put further stress on your pelvis. Try and adopt standing and sitting positions where the pelvis remains nice and level, okay? Now I have a little exercise for you to try. Now I want you to try uh, this, so you can do this walk, walking around just now, hopefully you've got your earphones in or you're listening to this on the computer. If you can, try this just now, okay? So I want you to stand up and allow your knees to soften. So just feel both of your feet nice and grounded on the floor. And now I want you to begin practicing walking up and down on the spot, okay? So just alternately lifting one heel and then lower it down. Then lift the other heel and lower it down. Just keep your hands on your hips. Check that your pelvis is nice and stable, parallel. The hips are nice and parallel and only your feet and legs are working, okay? So I want you to try that. Let's do it again. So we're walking up and down in the spot, lifting the right heel and lower it, the left heel and lower it. So just keep doing this, alternate feet, okay? Only working the feet and legs. Now when you think you've mastered this, try taking a walk. So a, a good way to do this is to imagine that you're walking in snow, all right? So you're lifting the knees, this is always helpful and it, it means that you're keeping the hips parallel as well, okay? So we're not wiggling that bum, we're not wiggling the hips. Keep the hips parallel lift the knees and we can walk like this or we can do the lifting the heel and dropping it down lifting the heel and dropping it down so alternate between these two and see what feels natural okay at first it's going to feel exaggerated that's absolutely fine but try to adopt one of these walks in everyday life now you'll find that you can even move quite fast in this way if needs be although it will feel strange at first don't worry just keep trying so one heel drop Second heel, drop, and then walking around like that, okay? So lifting the heel and drop, purposely lifting the heels, or lifting the knees and taking the whole foot right off the ground. So two alternatives you've got here, okay? So walking in snow or lifting the heels. Try to use these principles when you're getting in and out of cars and going up and down stairs as well, okay? If you need to, you can step both feet onto one step before you go onto the next step. This is a really helpful one for going up and down stairs, guys. Please take your time moving from one position to another as well, all right? Now, in your yoga bellies class, you will learn how to safely move from one position to another without aggravating your PGP. A couple of examples for you to do at home. Getting up and down from the floor. So go into cat, go onto your all fours, 
tuck your toes under and walk the hands up, okay? This is a really good way to get up and down instead of bending the knees and going one foot the next foot. You can also take back towards the feet, keeping your pelvis high and going up to standing that way. Really try to avoid bringing one knee out in front lunges and using that to push against to come up into standing. If you're lying down, rolling over from lying onto one side or to the other side or up to sitting, try to keep your knees bent lying on your side, okay? So keep the knees together and roll over and come up this way. Take your time. It's not so much keep the knees together as keeping the hips parallel, okay? And many women find that keeping the knees directly under the hips is more helpful than keeping the knees together as this actually turns the back of the pelvis out. The main thing to be aware of is taking your time nice and slowly. Use your arms to move, not your pelvis. Push into the floor through the upper arms and the hands, sorry, uh, the upper hands and arms to bring yourself upright into your cat or your seated position. Okay, so some extra tips so that you can help yourself at home, ladies. All right. As soon as you have figured out that you have PGP or if you even suspect you have PGP, please see your midwife, your GP or a good manual therapist, okay? As soon as you start to develop pain, then we can start to help you work on that. A couple of tips at home that you can do right away. Try to sleep with a pillow or cushion between your knees, some kind of bolster to keep those hips nice and parallel. This will be so much more comfortable for you. Absolutely avoid lifting if possible. If you have a, a kid or a toddler just now, teach them how to get in and out of the car themselves, okay? You don't need to be picking them up. Delegate anything like shopping, decorating, you know, household stuff, heavy lifting. Do not do this. This is not going to help your PGP, guys. Keep your knees together when you're getting in and out of bed as well, okay? So keep your knees together, roll over, and then bring both knees together and come out of bed that way, guys. Both feet on the ground at once. Another great tip is when you're getting in and out of the car, which can be a real source of pain for PGP sufferers, keep the knees together here too. Another fantastic idea, one of my tips, was to put a plastic bag on the car seat, and that can actually help you swivel. Um, obviously remove it before you're driving before you start driving so you're not sliding about but it can actually help you swivel to get in and out of the car okay if you're a swimmer swim uh, backstroke or um, butterfly guys oh sorry avoid butterfly swim on your back or crawl okay wide leg butterfly kicks are going to aggravate your PGP a lot please please avoid Make sure you take regular rest periods as well, guys, and avoid sitting on hard chairs. Take a cushion everywhere if necessary, or even sit on a birth ball. If you can take one into work, that's absolutely fantastic. Another great tip is practice your pelvic floor exercises, okay? Really, really important, and you will learn these within your yoga bellies classes. Um, by strengthening the pelvic girdle, we're actually working on the whole urogenital triangle. So that's the pelvic floor, um, the lower back and the core, okay? And we need all of these areas to be nice and strong to help alleviate pain in this area. When you're getting dressed, try sitting down as well. Sit on the bed and put on your pants and your trousers this way, okay? So pulling them up as opposed to pulling one leg in and the other. I'm sure if you have PGP, you will have noticed how painful this is. Other things you can do, 
Um, try to reduce the number of times you go up and down the stairs, plan your day, bring things down in the morning. Um, if you're at work, take the elevator, try and avoid stairs if you can. Okay, so now we want to talk about certain movements that you really don't want to be doing if you're suffering from pelvic girdle pain, ladies, okay? What I want you to do, most importantly, be aware of any pain or sensations in your body. These are your body's signals that what you're doing is aggravating your PGB, so you really need to listen to these signals, okay? A couple of things which can really aggravate pelvic girdle pain include things like any movements where one leg or hip is doing something completely different from the other side. So examples of this are pushing a buggy around a corner, pushing a trolley. If you think about that, you know, one hip is going forward. We don't want to be doing that. We want the hips to be parallel at all times. So if you think back to our walking exercise that we did, we're keeping those hips level. So just try this. If you start to walk normally, Okay, just walk as you normally would, you will notice that the hips are, you know, they're not parallel. They become asymmetric. They move up and down. The bum starts to sway. The hips start to sway. We've got that little wiggle. If we put our hands on our hips and practice walking, raising one heel, then down. The next heel, then down. If we walk like this, or if we do the second technique of walking in the snow, hands in the hips, lifting one knee high as if we're walking in the snow and then the next, okay? You can feel that your hips are going to stay nice and parallel and you're not going to aggravate that PGP pain. This is what we're aiming for, guys. So just practice that until it feels and looks completely natural, okay? The next thing I'd like you to avoid are any large or sudden movements with your legs. So things like taking big steps, as we're seeing, watch your walking, ladies, or swinging the legs over the bed one at a time. Keep the hips together, swing them parallel. I know it can be tricky, but just movements that are nice and slow. This is what we want to do. No sudden movements and try to be mindful at all times. So ladies, I hope you've enjoyed this podcast on pelvic girdle pain and that this is going to help you become more comfortable during pregnancy and birth. If you'd like to find out more information about how to practice yoga safely while suffering from pelvic girdle pain or how to approach birth with pelvic girdle pain, please contact your local Yoga Bellies teacher at www.yogabellies.co.uk forward slash find a class. You can also follow us on Yoga Bellies at Facebook, Instagram and our YouTube channel at Yoga Bellies Limited. I hope this has been nice and informative and I look forward to sharing with you again soon. Namaste.